We are blessed here this morning to have Father uh, Josh Eli with us. He is the rector of Cathedral of the Holy Spirit, uh, recently named, and uh, with the assignment of uh, now Bishop Vetter to the Helena Diocese, we have Father Josh with us this morning. Welcome, Father Josh. Thanks for being with us. Mike, great to be here. We got... Those are the school bells. All right. Yeah. That means they, here. they get a little break. It's a little Mary's. local flavor. I, I don't recognize the place. I was a, I graduated from St. Mary's, and I don't know my way around <laughs> at all. Oh, that's because it's an entirely new building. It's beautiful. <laughs> Praise the Lord and the good people who make this possible. Yeah. Great to be here. We've got a lot of Eli going on this morning that's in the, re, the first reading. Triple, triple, reading triple play Samuel. here at Eli. Uh, we got Eli running the, the from the mothership. <laughs> and now Father Eli, that's, that's who I am. Uh, great to be here. Yes, wonderful. Mike and Father, Father Bob. Father Eli, you're my new boss. Yes, at the cathedral. <laughs> so i got to watch what I say. But uh, you were working at the uh, Propaganda Fide, the Congregation for the Evangelization of Peoples. And I think, you know, even some of our most informed Catholics might not be super familiar with kind of your work. I know I have no idea what you did. Uh, so could you explain to us kind of what your job was for the past few years before coming here? Certainly. be delighted. Apart from uh, making coffee and copies <laughs> for the Cardinal Prefect. Uh, I was responsible, as, as some of you may know, Congregation for the Evangelization of People is responsible for the mission world. First, second, and third world economically, but mission world from the perspective of evangelization, where the church is young, has just mm. taken root, uh, is still growing, and is in its adolescent stage. You think of Africa, where wow. it's rich and, and, and the numbers are there, but still young and still working to, to make its way into the culture. <clears throat> Pardon me, I'm going to be clearing my throat here a time or two. I'm not used to this cold and dryness. Uh, I've been marinating in olive oil in the Mediterranean <laughs> for the last six years. So so what I was doing, my, my direct responsibility is, apart from a little bit of canonical work, um, was basically helping out, helping the, the local churches in Africa and parts of Asia with their day-to-day -day administration, anything that they would need oversight from the Holy See. So uh, a couple of the countries <coughs> that I fell in love with, <coughs> excuse me, Malawi, Zambia, Ghana, Zimbabwe, Papua New Guinea, uh, Myanmar, uh, Brunei, Singapore. So just getting a glimpse of, of what's going on in, in all of these fascinating cultures from the perspective of evangelization and the growth of the church there. That's what I've been travel? doing for four years. Did you travel to any of these places? Uh, I, I made one trip to Uganda, and I was planning to go to Papua New Guinea this summer, and then, well, that's what we're here to talk about. Things <laughs> changed. Things changed. Yeah. Um, what, 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 you were, like you said, a uh, St. Mary's saint from back in the 90s. Can right. you talk a little bit about your experience? Because, as we mentioned, Bishop Vetter, or Father, formerly Father Vetter, is the same Bishop of Helena, but he actually taught you in high school. Yeah, exactly. So it was a great honor. You know, when I when I received uh, news uh, from the bishop, and uh, it was at the same time as his uh, as then Father Vetter's appointment, as I was I was delighted because he taught me, and he was actually the one who uh, asked the question. And I know the listeners out there know this that we got to ask yes. young men and women in which we in whom we see something. He was the one who asked me on January seventeenth of nineteen ninety six. Uh, actually, December 17th. Yeah. He asked me, uh, have you ever thought about being a priest? So I was delighted because he's been a spiritual father for me for so many years while I was off at college. Uh, 
and through seminary and by God's great providence. The last six years that I was in Rome, most of those were spent with him when he was on the faculty at the Pontifical North American College. Uh, so to work closely with him, to see his great gifts, to learn from him, I think I've learned a tremendous amount, I hope, uh, to carry on as best I can. The good work that he was, carry, was, was carrying out in the cathedral along with uh, Monsignor Richter, Father Guthrie, Father Guthrie, the great line of giants, Monsignor Garvin, uh, stand on their shoulders at the cathedral. Uh, but point being, I was delighted uh, that Father Vetter, now Bishop Vetter, was appointed because he was so dear to me and so integral in my life as a Catholic Christian and my life as a Catholic priest. Right, and the last time I was on here was actually right when he was named, so I already uh-huh. mentioned that, uh, you know, he was my pastor when I was a kid. He was the priest uh-huh. also who kind of brought me into the seminary and uh, was my first pastor as a priest, so it was just kind of a powerful yeah. journey we're all been on and we were all in Rome together for a couple of years yeah, it was delightful. having uh, deep discussions about canon law <laughs> for fun it was fun oh, days uh, there's nothing better this is when I, I think this time of year is when I miss Rome the most when it's 60 degrees warmer yes, I, yes it's 55 and sunny right <laughs> oh, now oh yes yeah. 70 yeah. degrees warmer yeah. Yeah. Uh, Father uh, uh, thank you for Mass this morning you are, were the celebrant at the uh, uh, Cathedral of the Holy Spirit this morning at 645 Mass. Uh, thank you for Mass, and thank you for the homily. And in your homily, you mentioned the uh, uh, the influence of the God entering our lives and us. This is what I heard, anyway. You may have not said this, but, uh, but uh, God entering in our lives and, and uh, uh, us not really understanding this. But you mentioned this. This is it's God. It's it's God. Uh, leading us and uh, so he has led you mm-hmm. from uh, December 17th 1996 through seminary mm-hmm. assignments in Western North Dakota and then the assignment to Rome mm-hmm. and could you speak to that a little bit uh, about how God has uh, whispered uh, shouted and uh, given you direction in your life. Absolutely. You know, and it's, yeah, you're right this morning. God is a God of surprises, and, and even when our prayers are not perfect, uh, He responds in, in, in exciting ways, uh, generous ways. And so, thank you, Mike, for remembering. Uh, <laughs> that's a miracle in and of itself. <laughs> right, to remember what, what we say from the pulpit, because half the Unless time you say I don't. stupid. Right, then hopefully they that. receive the grace of forgetfulness. <laughs> Uh, but how God, you know, he's, he has been uh, just so generous uh, with me. I'm grateful. And preparing me, you know, this is, uh, I'm still pretty young. I'm just I'm going to be 41 on Saturday. But looking back on my life, you know, especially as a priest, you know, my time out in Dickinson Trinity, uh, I got to teach some of uh, one of Mike's daughters. And Thank you for just, that. Yeah, you're welcome. But just learning there, really, uh, how to listen to the people, you know, uh, the, uh, the importance of what the people of God have to offer. Uh, so I think in being prepared for this role as a rector of the cathedral, uh, that was a, an essential thing that the Lord had to teach me, and he did. Um, not no, not so much while I was there, but after, <laughs> when I looked back and reflected on, okay, how do I need to grow oh, sure. as a priest? Saying, listen to the people, listen to their hearts, uh, receive counsel from them, because we as priests don't know everything in the people of God. You all know that well. We don't sometimes know yeah. that. Uh, in fact, that was one of the things that Pope Francis, reading the, the interview with the bishops last night, uh, yesterday, he met with the bishops from Region 8. Yes. It was one of the things that he told them, and it applies to us as priests. He said, don't forget to pray for yourselves, because... You don't know everything. Mm-hmm. So I learned uh, a great lesson and hopefully I'm able to continue to grow on that and to apply it, the, the importance of trusting and listening to the people of God who have great gifts, 
great insights. Uh, so I think that was part of the preparation. You know, when I was up in Williston, it was during the exciting years of, uh, that was 12, 13 of, of the boom. And that, you know, they, we, had, we had people from the margins, from all walks of life, and literally from all over the United States of America. So mm -hmm. I learned to love uh, the, just humanity. Just humanity in its, in its brokenness. A lot of people would, were at the end of uh, <clears throat> the rope for, <clears throat> whatever, for whatever reason, or were trying one last, uh, one last chance to make it big. They were in all, they were all walks of life, all different sorts of situations, and just to be able to sit with them was a mm -hmm. beautiful experience that, that uh, we don't get as often up here in the, in, in the, the frigid north. Right. Um, so the, those are the people that, you know, that are down there in the margins, and then you know, working on the diocesan synod, which was a great gift from Bishop Kagan, and I thank him for this assignment as well. Mm -hmm. uh, prepared me a little bit for parish administration. Now we'll see if I've, as I was in, <laughs> integral in that in that process, we'll see if I learned anything on that. <laughs> yes, and yeah. folks, we are uh, broadcasting live from uh, uh, St. Mary Central High School in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Father Dominic Bout, the uh, chaplain of uh, St. Mary Central High School, and we're here. Uh, our guest this morning is Father Josh Eli. Uh, Father Josh Eli is the recently uh, announced rector of the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. And, and thank you again for being with us, uh, Father. And uh, you were in the midst of uh, explaining the Lord's work in your life and your experience in Williston, North Dakota. And in 2013, you were there, and that was during the boom, uh, all kinds of uh, influx of people. And the needs of the people were mm -hmm. tremendous uh, yeah. back then, and, yeah. uh, and, and still remains today, of course. Yeah. No, it was extraordinary to see how they would, uh, they would come to the church. One of their yeah. first stops when they got off the bus or the train was the Catholic Church, beautiful St. Joseph's up there. So, very rich time. So, I, you know, I'm grateful. I think the Lord is, obviously, He prepares us. He doesn't ask of us what, what we can't do. And so, I trust Him that I'm well enough prepared to, to, to assist the people of God here at the cathedral. So, you made a reference to the bishop visiting with the Pope this week uh, on his ad limina visit, uh, which means to the threshold of the tombs of the apostles, so the main thing they do actually is pray with the apostles, and then they meet with the successor of the apostles, Pope Francis. And one of the things he mentioned, actually, he related some of the things that he talked about with the Pope, and one of them was our our diocese, the Diocese of Bismarck, relies a lot on natural energy, mm -hmm. um, but it also brings along with it all the things that you mentioned, all that kind of human trafficking, you know, mm -hmm. drugs, all those kind of negative those negative influences that come with like a gold rush type mentality. Mm -hmm. yeah. But anyway, could you, you, since you are a former uh, senior Vatican official, could you uh, just enlighten us a little bit about what the ad limina visit entails? Kind of, you know, what's the... Sure, absolutely. So that was in, in, the, in the congregation in which I was working. Uh, we would receive the bishops from our countries. Uh, so it was a chance for the Cardinal Prefect was then Cardinal Filoni, who will now be Cardinal Tagli, hmm. uh, to meet with them. So they, these, the bishops go around, they have an exhaustive schedule, going around to meet almost all of the dicasteries, which are these the departments of the Holy See, to talk about uh, you know, what's going on in their particular churches, and so that the different dicasteries that have different competencies and, and levels of expertise can assist them, listen to them also, to pri primarily gain information, how are things down there on the ground. 
how can we help and serve you better and then in turn give some some counsel so that's really what their week entails is they're running from from uh, one dicastery one congregation one pontifical council to another uh, and then occasionally grabbing a plate of pasta if they can, <laughs> if they hopefully schedule it in but it's Rome they schedule it in for sure <laughs> you know the joke I'm sure you heard this a million times I think it was Paul the, someone asked Paul six how many people work in the Vatican and he said about half Yes, that was yeah. John the twenty third. He said at, at any given time, only about half. <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, as as you uh, uh, enter into this new role that uh, God has uh, presented to you, Father Josh, um, uh, what are the, what are the challenges uh, you think you'll face here uh, as the rector of the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit? Well, that's a great question. Uh, one of the challenges immediately is uh, is paying off a new rectory and, and new uh -huh. office buildings, and I say that in in jest. Uh, Father now Bishop Vetter and the people of Cathedral did a fantastic job in, in providing uh, a living space, which is really becoming a hub of fraternity, priestly fraternity, and otherwise, and then office spaces, you know, that are that are uh, transparent and open windows. Beautiful job. Uh, That's going to be a challenge. The people of God are going to take care of that. Absolutely. But the real challenge, I think, is is just modernity. It's what's what often comes up in discussions with bishops and the Pope is uh, to, f to be free to find ways to, to meet our people and their needs. It's, it's changing. It's, it's just true. They have different generations. Millennial generation is seeing a lot going on. Do we have a freedom? And this is what Pope Francis has been asking us to do, not to change uh, doctrine, and dogmas, those don't change, but a freedom to, to, to rethink the question, how can we meet people's hearts and bring Jesus there? Not only those that are in our pews, but also those who are, are now unchurched. You know, it's, it's a post-Christian culture. So that'll certainly be the challenges that we face. And, and uh, I've, in, I've enta entrusted all of that to Father Bauk. So uh, that's his job. And I'm I, on will, it. Yeah, and I yeah. will sign checks. Yes, Father Bauk, uh, your, uh, your uh, uh, title at the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit is... Is what? Procule Vicar. Procule Vicar. Associate yeah. Pastor. Okay, got it. All right. So, so you two work together. Yeah, and we got Father John team. Paul Gardner, too. We got a, we got a great crew. Well, we have we about a... a uh, well, yes, indeed. We we have about a minute left here, uh, uh, Father Josh. What message would you like to leave us, uh, our, our listeners, this morning? Well, it's, um, well thanks for asking. It's a, it was a great question. Notwithstanding the challenges that we're facing today, Mike... Um, the message is this, and I learned from my work in the, in, the, in the congregation, there are great things happening in the church. Mm -hmm. Notwithstanding all, don't be distracted by, by the, the, the things Amen. that aren't going well. There are great things happening in the mission world and in this diocese, in the Diocese of Fargo, and in this, in this region. Jesus is at work, and he's winning, and he's a winner, Amen. and he's going to keep winning. We just got to keep trusting him and not be distracted when things don't go perfectly. But I've seen them uh, testify to them every day in the parish. Great things are going on. The other message I'd like to leave, you know, in light of the, the passing of Evelyn Campbell and, and Teresa Waltz, who gave vocations to this to this diocese, yes. um, is the, the how great it is to be a priest, to be back in pastoral ministry. I'm 10 years a priest, 10 and a half. How wonderful it is to be a priest. So if anybody out there is thinking about it, it's worth it. It's a, it's a wonderful life. Thanks be to God. And Amen. May Jesus be praised. I thank him for my vocation. Uh, and I think that's a fair message. Amen. Well, Father Josh, uh, thank you very much for uh, uh, being with us this morning. Uh, we were visiting with uh, Father Josh Eli, the rector of the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we are uh, heading to a break now, folks. Um, 
Thank you very much again, Father Josh, for joining us. And uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with uh, Father Dominic Bauk, the uh, chaplain at St. Mary's Central High School. Coming up next, we'll offer prayers for your specific intentions during Prayerfully Yours. And later, call in your questions on the faith during Straight Talk with Father Dominic. We are coming to you live from St. Mary's Central High School in Bismarck. I'm Mike Kidrowski. And I am here with Father Dominic Bauk. We will be right back, folks. Don't go away. <laughs> 